What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Righteous Man, where we are talking all things men, masculinity, and mental health. Joining me in the lab today is no prizes for guessing. Gentlemen! Oh, it's been How a hot minute. Boys? <laughs> it's been a while. Marky and Dave. And of course, we're revisiting. Uh, he didn't have a choice. Let's in talk the about sex, baby. Oh Tad, gosh. thanks for coming again. No worries at all. I, really, I, I, I regretted it the first time. The I thought it'd be better. I love the enthusiasm. And shout yeah. out to anyone that actually listened to part two of this topic. So thanks for yeah. coming on board with us. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Suckers for punishment. If he came back, it's your fault. Dave, what's on the menu today? On the menu today, so we're going to continue our discussion in the sexuality series, um, and really looking at in the context of relationships. So, um, you know, last last episode we were talking everything was about singleness and and, and like navigating that in in the in the season of singleness. But what about in relationships? Because you know the the struggle doesn't uh, maybe. Is different, but it hasn't necessarily gone away or changed. So mm. even if we are in a relationship, whether that's dating phase or engaged or married, how does this struggle play out? How do these questions play mm. out? Really by wanna, the grace of God, we want to discuss all yeah, phases of relationships definitely, too. So definitely. Definitely. To look forward to. Definitely. Cool. Well then. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I don't usually interrupt the. Um, but I mean, I guess we've done we've done a definition, so we know yeah. all about it. And if this is. This is the first that you're listening to this. Definitely go back and listen to part yeah. one before you listen to part two because none of this will yeah. make sense. Let's get into some juicy questions. Dave, take it away. Uh, okay. The first question that we had is how to keep in, in the dating phase, how to keep the relationship pure before marriage. What are some things to speak about with your partner about sex when you are waiting? Mm. We, we I got, got no a, idea. We got a response to this on Instagram, and they're like, "Don't, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't do it." <laughs> well, I think also that comes with a disclaimer of like, should you disclose yeah. your past to your mm. your well, really boyfriend or girlfriend because you're dating at that point, mm. the person you are courting. Mm. I think we covered some of this off. <laughs> Sorry, in, uh, Dad. <laughs> yeah, we covered this obviously in episode one in regards to regret and. Uh, because when you're dating someone and you're betrothed to them or you're engaged to them, there's no guarantee mm. that you'll be married to them. Like it's just because it's great now, there might be something that's completely mm. not going to happen. So mm. really, <clears throat> you know, the same thing about the giveaway. You know, if you're going to give yourself away, you know, it's better to sort of keep it to the person that you do marry in that sanctity of marriage because it's a sanctified act, right, mm. the sexual act. Mm. Um, so that that's just a no-no in regards to sex or any any pretend sex, which is not mm. not penetration but everything else, right? Mm. So, mm. so just to get that answer out of the way as well, no. Um, because it, I did everything but. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay, so, well technically. That, so technically you didn't do it. Technically. Remember, I think we said it in the last episode. <laughs> What a throwback. <laughs> you know, we, we, Anyone we, that's listened, I don't remember what episode, will know what technically, <laughs> technically refers to. <laughs> um, anyway. yeah. so, Inside uh, joke. That's good. I'm happy with that. I wasn't there. So, and I, did, I, I, Sorry, clearly, I Sorry, clearly man. didn't listen to any of those episodes. <laughs> that's all right. I'm surprised you read the brief, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm surprised I was Well, I gave him five minutes to read it. <laughs> anyway. The second part is, um, so that, that's about the sex part. The second part is, you know, people talk about intimacy in the relationship um, before marriage and we're talking about, you know, the, 
the whole holding hands and kissing and, and whatever. <coughs> How far is too far? How blah, far blah, blah, is blah. too far? Look, you know, there's two schools of thought on this. You know, one is you do need to get to know each other, right? Mm. Um, the getting to know each other part, it, you really, uh, to get to know someone, it's better to know them without all those other emotions flowing around in your mind. Yeah. Because, you, you know, mm. before, um, l- let's say um, you're really into this or this guy right and every time you touch the hand you know the pole puppy love thing your heart beats and flutters and you know the, the blood goes to your ears and your head and you, you sort of th- you start feeling thumping in your head and all these great tunes pop into your head and you go I'm going to play that to her next time I see you I'll play that to her next time <laughs> you should and see how much really... Ted is rolling his eyes now yeah like, I'm rolling like, my eyes because so I was going to say that's me. how I feel about Steph shout out to Steph <laughs> <sighs> That's going to win me, like, mad brownie points. Like, ding, ding, ding. I'm going to literally throw up. (laughs) Now you know how I feel. (laughs) Now you know how I feel. Can you, you like... All right, guys, we need to take a break because Tad's going to vomit. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll vomit, then you just take that as the sound sound thing. Yeah, add it to your repertoire. Steph. (laughs) I was just getting it out of the way. (laughs) No, no, Steph, it's not against you. It's against him, right? It's against him. (laughs) I'd be very scared of Steph. I love you, Steph. I love you, Steph. Don't listen, Steph. Just don't listen. She does. Okay, so so, so the idea of getting to know someone is that you you want to check out every part of the person without physically <laughs> touching them. No, 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 no. Or, or whatever. Yeah. Yes. This is 100% his talk. Yes. You guys so, knew this. So yeah, the idea is, is that, you know, there, there may be red flags or mm. uh, concerns that you want to discuss uh, that are really important uh, in the relationship, um, you know, r- red, amber, green flags, whatever. You know, you might want to talk about kids. You might want to talk about this. You want to talk about that. Mm. If you're 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 physically involved, even hand holding, kissing, or whatever, a lot of that other emotion and mm. um, uh, hormonal stuff is happening, yeah. Yeah. where you may miss pointers. So, yeah. so you know, uh, and then if if you just don't get any of that done, and then you move into the relationship because of the physical, and you move into marriage because of that, and then all these other problems start occurring. Well, you didn't see them because you're too. Yeah. So it's really important to 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 see it as a as a sort of a, a build up of the relationship in yeah. regards to finding out who the person is, yeah. what their beliefs are, what they uh, you know because nowadays too people are not in relationships yeah. only with Coptic people yeah. like they're yeah, of course, maybe yeah. in relationships with Syrians or Greeks or yeah. Australians yeah. or whatever Christian hopefully and that, that's that's what we recommend um, because you know we we all believe that Christ is the only one that can unite yeah. us. But, but you know, you know, you, you, you have to try and work out yeah. how it's going to work. Mm. If you're throwing yourself into the physical, you, you, you put yourself in a position where you go, well, yeah, that was, this works. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it makes me feel <laughs> This good. is great. And I, and I think, yeah. like, the, the people get into this, um, uh, like, a rut of things, like after, you know, the initial honeymoon phase and whatever, mm. and it's like, well, you know, things are normal mm. and, you know, they act like a married couple, basically. Yeah. And like Abuna Sam, I think it was Abuna Sam that said that Father Sam, he said, you know, that you're doing married things when yeah. you're not married. Mm. Um, so it just kind of comes, you know, it's just routine. routine. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's generally like what, what the world is going towards, which is yeah. less marriages and mm. um, just, yeah. you know. But Spanner in the works, what if someone yeah. says to you, well, I mean, either we've already held hands and hugged and all that sort of stuff, mm. or it's an important part of the relationship for me or whatever. Like someone will find a way to justify, you know, oh, it's mm. not practical, it's not realistic, it's not mm. whatever. Mm. So, yeah. Look, I, I think, you know, being guided, again, I said this in the last episode, I think Father's Confessions are really important for both 
for both people because um, I think that type of thing should be discussed with someone uh, that is uh, outside of the relationship because mm. inside the relationship, um, you know, I can I can go, yeah, well, yeah, you're right. You know, if it's important to you, then it's important to me, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But you need that objective, not subjective view uh, to look at the relationship and say, look, and it could be a, a Christian counsellor. Uh, there are Christian counsellors out there that, you know, do premarital courses and stuff like that to talk about what should be happening during the marriage but also what <coughs> happens pre-marriage so that, that you can discuss the, 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 the serious topics as opposed mm -hmm. to, you know, doing the the you know the Disney holding hands, kissing, mm. and yeah. you know dancing on the boat rubbish. Um, <laughs> so romantic, man! I tell you're you, about to annoy like jet, you forgot the jet ski ride. <laughs> that, the jet about to annoy like fifty percent of us. <laughs> <laughs> holding hands and eating hamburgers on the beach. Like, mm. uh, come on, man! <laughs> something, something actually that my my father of confession told me many many years ago, and actually stuck with me for quite a while, and still has was that in the context of a relationship when you're in conflict and you've had an argument and it's tense and whatever, that the one thing that you should not do is make up in a physical sense because it clouds your judgment and obviously, you know, emotions are heightened and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So it doesn't give you the ability to actually produce a, you know, tangible and positive result that's based off of reality. It's mm. feelings, emotions, I love yeah. you, I feel connected with you, blah, 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 yeah. and then... Yeah, and mm. that's and that's true. Like, what what happens there is you you're clouding your better judgment with, um, you know the the dopamine hit and the the emotional and the blood rushing to you. You know, and that's what happens. I mean, we we all every person is built like that, right? We're built mm. to feel like that when when you know we we someone pays attention to us, and then it's also the same when we're, people are making up with us. You know, like we will we, miss key markers and key pointers that may mm. have happened before that that we ignore because the physical overwhelms that, that. Yep. so so i guess that's the that that's that theory right and the theory is i think it's a pretty strong theory and i think that um it's really important otherwise other problems can happen later um in marriage after you've had kids that you mm. just you know so so be prepared to try and get the relationship right from a, a, a logical emotional sense that's not physical mm, because yeah. the physical overwhelms the emotional logic mm. uh, and it, it moves from the heart centre, not the head centre. So you need to be really careful that it's not all down here in the heart. It's it's also using logic mm -hmm. to work out, well, hang on, I don't really agree with that. No, 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 I'm not. I'm, no, I don't want them to go to public school. No, 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 hang on a minute. I don't want to, yeah. you know, so that you don't have mm -hmm. those arguments later, right? Or, or Coptic school, whatever. <laughs> whatever you don't want to send them to. <laughs> Just, uh, sorry. Send them to Coptic school, great place to go. They will not watch Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas the Tank Engine is the what? <laughs> you want to watch Thomas the, the what? what? I remember my dad saying to me, um, you want to watch what? Get smart. I'll give you get smart. What is it? But Dad, it's a TV show. Anyway, moving on. Um, <coughs> that, that, that shows your age, Dad, because it's never a TV show uh, for no, us. Well, damn, man, he's cool, I guess, old like that. He's oh, definitely well. not going to come back. I've got a grey beard. It's old enough. <laughs> you do look like Pope Crawlers wearing a... You know, like casual wear. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, like bed wear. <laughs> it's not casual. This is disgusting. What Gentlemen's wear. A hundred percent. At least not female dress. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, so um <clears throat> anyway, that, that's that school of thought. The other school of thought is like, you know, 
you, there are things that if it's managed by, you know, a, an intermediary, intermediary objective party like an abuna or a council or whatever, you can move into that sort of physical, uh, as in holding hands and showing that you're a couple, you know, at weddings and stuff mm. like that so that there is some exclusivity yep. in regards to the relationship. So, uh, you know, if, if again, we said this in the last thing, is you know, too far right is not good, too far left is not good, but right in the middle of the, the balance that doesn't hurt people and that you can see the pointers and the markers and you can Mm. understand that you are for each other that's important but wouldn't you argue Ted with this there's no balance like there's no this is like you this is acceptable and this is not like it's yeah you're more saying it's a no tolerance approach kind of thing I am I'm saying it's a more no no tolerance approach but but there are other approaches out there that Mm. say that you know the exclusivity component of partnership Mm. you need to show show some kind of Mm. you know um, emotional, but but uh, if that's going to be the case, you, you do it, you know, um, in a respectful way, mm. not in a in a mm. uh, I'm going to say sexual way, like you know, because mm. you know if I'm holding your hand, I, I want to make you feel nice, and mm. I rub your fingers, and like, all that sort. Of, again, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I use the hand sanitizer. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. So you know, all of that stuff, you know, and you, it like you if you look at it mm. and it seems inappropriate to you watching someone else do it you go oh man come on get a room whatever <laughs> then then you know that it's obviously not yeah. you know so so <laughs> there are i think the the no tolerance approach is probably the best yeah. approach yeah. Mm. um but that other one if managed by an objective third party mm. um you know, uh, you know, can can work, but is is fraught with danger. And I think so. another good way of looking at it is that, like in that pre-marriage phase, like you're if if you do decide on a physical relationship, you're literally taking oh. something that does not belong to you. Because, like you said, you might not get married to that person. Yeah, that's right. And so, wh- whatever relationship you pursue belongs to someone else. Yeah. And, like Saint Paul says, like you're defrauding your brother. Exactly. Um. So it's um, yeah. yeah. And, and and you know, people have reputations to to keep (laughs) you know uh, and you don't want to like again in a relationship you want to be respectful to each other right Mm. Uh, and you don't want to damage and it's really good for the man and the woman to be respectful to the other partner by maintaining that sort of honor for each other Mm. out even if the relationship doesn't work there's an honor and there's a you know uh, and a respect so that that so that each of the partners can can move on to others so that there's no like oh you know she was a blah and he was a blah and whatever <laughs> you know so the, we've really got to make sure that we maintain and that would happen in that respect respectful relationship where you do sort of <clears throat> keep that physical away from each other because yeah. you know you're not you're not in too deep so yeah. to I guess that kind of leads into one of the other questions that, that was here that uh, someone asked, is it archaic to expect people to have a long-term relationship and not be intimate at all? Um, it's, it's, I think it's more archaic if you have a long-term relationship and you don't yeah. get married. Like, mm. <laughs> like it, it, it seems to me that, that what is the purpose of the relationship yeah. if it's just long-term? Like, is it, mm. what, is, what is the outcome going to be? Yeah. So if, if, you're, if you're just dating for dating's sake then sorry you, you're not in it for the you know you're not in it for the prize right and the prize is marriage because you want to build a life with this person and we have a lot of problems in, in our in our community where you know guys lead girls on girls lead guys on yeah. and they maintain that relationship for 
uh, they use the relationship for themselves mm. to make yeah. themselves feel better, to build themselves up. Mm. Or they said, oh, well, I never said that I was going to get married to you. And then mm. years mm. pass, mm. you know. And even in the sense <coughs> of leading them on and there's no relationship. Mm. Like I've seen that happen too where mm. people are leading girls on just because it makes them feel better. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, uh, I'm being chased kind of yeah. thing. And, mm. and, and actually it destroys the girls. So, yeah. so you know, uh, that's not right. None of that is right. So I think that be serious about um, what it is. If you don't want a relationship, don't have a relationship. Yeah. If you want a relationship, then pursue it for the purposes of eternity and marriage mm. for, as, in the sanctity of marriage. Don't, don't pursue it the, as the world does as, you know, I ride this bike today and I ride this bike tomorrow or whatever it is, you know. So, yeah. Back to the garage. But it's, um, that, <laughs> it, if I can ask one more question before we move on, like it, you just brought something to my mind, Ted, when you said like the people use it, right? And we're talking about sexuality here, mm. right? And we talked about in the last episode the origin of sexuality and how God has designed it. And, and obviously it's, it's a very powerful thing. Mm. So I want to ask, and maybe it's leaning more now into psychology, like why is it that we crave that intimacy and that connection um, and, and a lot of people, we spoke from the very first episode about how one of those, um, in society, one of those markers of masculinity is you being an object of desire and sleeping with a lot of women because that makes you, you know, more of a man. So why is it that we, that we crave that intimacy and connection? Do you think, and is that maybe just testament to how powerful our God given sexuality is? Look, I, I think, um, a, a craving for, um, to be together is God-given, right? Mm. Because he said it's not good for men to be alone. And that's mm. why he created woman, right? Um, uh, and there's a third part to that, which is filling the 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 hole in our heart, which is a God-shaped hole with God. Mm. Because there's, it's really a, um, um, uh, a, a triune relationship when yeah. we have a relationship with a woman. We have a relationship with... A wife, um, uh, the wife has a relationship with the husband. The husband has a relationship with the wife. And each of them has a relationship with Christ. And to get closer to each other, they don't have the relationship with each other. They have the relationship with Christ because yeah. Christ is at the top of that relationship. Mm. As they get closer to Christ, they get closer to each other. Yeah. So what happens is that is the type of um, uh, sanctified relationship that God wants us to have. Um, and that desire of us wanting to to be loved and to be uh, desired and to be um, uh, whatever, it, it's it's given from God but mm. to be filled by that mm. not to be filled mm. by um, me chasing women or chasing more women or chasing men mm. or chasing more men or being an object of desire because what happens is what I find is that doesn't doesn't satisfy me yeah. Yeah. and I, I get another guy or another girl and it still doesn't satisfy mm. me yeah. oh but maybe he just wasn't fit enough oh, no or maybe you know whatever see that's the same kind of concept with pornography not that i want to get into detail with that because i want to leave that to the ep episode that we've uh, dedicated to it but just quickly on that subject the whole concept behind pornography is the selfishness element where it's like you know i i have these feelings and desires and urges and whatever it's readily accessible to me and then you know there's obviously an object you know male female whatever and then once I feel satisfied, that's it. That's mm. the end of the story. So in saying that, we, I feel as though we tend to take that into relationships. So the question really that I want to ask is that if we're in a relationship currently with someone and you feel obligated, you feel guilty, you feel pressured, you know, all sorts of things, you can imagine what that, that sort of typically looks like. 
how do how do people I guess navigate when you know it might be something imposed on you by that other party or it might be something internal that you're sort of struggling with yourself mm. you know how do people sort of navigate you know I they want more and I feel guilty if I don't give it to them Oh, okay. So, how, what's that got to do with pornography? It's the whole selfishness <laughs> element. Like, oh, okay. It's, it's like, satisfying myself. Yeah, that person. Yeah, that person. Lust versus love. Okay, yeah, okay. Because like, like, you went yeah. pornography and then you went relationships. No, it, the, the selfishness yeah, element yeah, yeah, of like, I, got you, I, got you, I want yeah, yeah. to use this to satisfy. Right. And, and again, that's, that is dishonesty, right? So, so realistically, and a lot of people do this, including myself, you know, usually I want to satisfy my needs before I want to satisfy satisfy anybody mm. else's, right? Uh, and that's not that's not the Christian way, really. The Christian mm. way is to look after others before you look after yourself, right? Correct. And that's that's actually in giving. Only in giving do you receive, right? Mm. And um, really, that's the hardest lesson to learn. And if I'm doing that in a relationship, I really should take stock and check of myself of what the purpose is of the relationship. Because mm. if I treat a person like that. <clears throat> then they're disposable, right? So, mm. so now I've 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 made them an uh, an object that I could, you know, use in a particular way. And then, um, and actually, there's a story in the Bible about this as well, <clears throat> where um, one of the sons of uh, David, uh, King David, um, um, desired uh, one of the daughters of David, but mm. it was to another another wife, right? yeah. So it was Absalom's sister, <clears throat> and um, I can't remember the guy's name, and the guy desired her so much that he ended up putting in his mind an idea, I'll be sick, I'll make myself sick, and I want her to tend for me, and we'll call mm. on her to tend for me. Yeah. And then this desire for her was enraged in him so mm. much, and he, he had this object of her so much in his mind that he ended up... Um, um, uh, after she was looking after mm. him, uh, he ended up raping her. Um, and she said, no, 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 don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, right? Yeah. Um, uh, he ended up raping her anyway. After he raped her, mm. he ended up despising her. Mm. It was like he got what he wanted mm. yep. and then he realised that it was not right and what yep. he did wasn't right. And he despised her and she said, at least do the right thing and marry me. Mm. And he went, I can't even look at you. So, mm. so you know, if we're doing that, the outcome of it will be that we don't really want what that is. We just want yeah. what you want. What you want. And then yeah. you realise what you want is not anything What you want. Yeah, it's a vicious <laughs> cycle. What you want, so you end up falling down that trap. Yeah. In the end, that caused a lot of problems because Absalom ended up killing him and... It was a big mess, right? Big disaster, mm. and then you know King David got chased out of town. And anyway, I can tell the story, but I'm not going to tell the story. <laughs> well, I'd enjoy that on another episode. <laughs> well, that's right. well, I mean, I think it is what you want, but it's just not in the right place, well, you don't, and time, and context. Yeah, like it, it is, but in the end, you, you realise that what you were chasing was not necessarily the right the, thing, the yeah. right thing yeah. and it doesn't satisfy you. Yeah. And then to the point it doesn't satisfy you to the point where you're disgusted by yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, ah, yeah. oh, that, didn't, that yeah. didn't do what I thought yeah. it would do. It's like, ugh, But particularly when it involves using someone like that because then it's not just a question of like, oh, that's, is that what I wanted or not? But you have, you have reduced that person <coughs> to this idealised version of your own desire and you're exacting that on them. That's right. And literally like, yeah. it's right. yeah. such a violation yeah. of... Yeah. And obviously that biblical story mm. is very extreme, but, but the concept is, yeah. as you're saying, the concept is the same. Is the same. Like we can't use each other but, in that way, but, even if we're 
in a relationship. But what about on the flip side? Like, let's say that you're getting the pressure applied to you by your partner who might have a bit of a history or whatever, and they're like, you know, if almost to let, let's go extreme. If you don't give me what I want, I'll leave you. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, there's subtleties and different ways of doing no, that, no, like no. guilt tripping and whatever. Or yeah. whatever yeah. <coughs> so, so I, I think that um, you know, at the beginning of the relationship, you should have the the, the deal breaker rule, right? If I don't want to do something and you want to do something and you push that onto me, it's a deal breaker, right? Yeah. Because yeah. really, um, that could if you magnify that in the relationship, that could happen mm. five, ten years down the track. It could mm. happen when we have children. So so mm. in your own mind, what needs to happen, you need to have a set of criteria in your own mm. mind of what it is that you want. Yeah. Mm. Because really a relationship is not just about what you're prepared to give, it's also about what you want to you know, you're prepared to, to, to take. Mm. So so, you know, you know, people say, I mean, obviously they say, you know, it's an empty box and it's what you bring to the relationship that's important, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But but I, I think also that you must be wise and discerning because if that happens, you know in your heart that it's wrong. Mm. Your conscience groans at you. Your spirit yeah. groans to you to say that's not right. Mm. Now, if you give in to that, yes, you can blame him or her for forcing you to get to that position. Mm. But in the end, you you gave in. So really have your limits. Set your yeah. boundaries. And boundaries mm. are important in all relationships, like even relationship with my, my family or a relationship with my friends or whatever. There are boundaries that I set so that I don't, uh, so that they don't cross those boundaries and I don't cross mm. those boundaries. And if I don't set those boundaries, then I can go somewhere unhealthy. Yeah. And that's what happens in these relationships. Yeah. You know, so. And case in point, obviously that sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, that, that elicits a conversation between both parties. Yes. Like it should be communicated, like yeah. what the expectations are, what the standards are, what exactly. the deal breakers are. And that's why we were talking before that if you put emotion in there before, there's no conversation. No. It's all mm. about how I feel. Not yep. about what I think. Yep. So then, you know, all of a sudden, none of these conversations happen, and then I fall into the trap of going mm. further and further and further into something that I ne- mm. may, may not necessarily have thought I would go to. Right? Yep. But you know, this, we end up there. <laughs> I think. Do you guys have any other questions, like on kind of the pre-marital <clears throat> stage, or had any other comments on kind of you know if we're dating, if we're engaged, or whatever? Anything? you know, prior to marriage. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to sort of commentate? Just be careful in regards to um, the purpose of dating. So the purpose of dating has to be, um, you know, for the for the uh, the view of being in a long-term married relationship. Um, mm. Have a third party in that relationship um, and not a parent-in-law or a parent, but a, a priest or a or a counsellor, like a Christian counsellor, someone from a Christian perspective, so that um, you're always got checks and balances with someone who is mm. um, outside of the relationship, so they can be objective about what you're doing, mm. not subjective, because you can't manage it yourself. Um, always have God at the front of everything, um, and and really, if you do all these things, then you know, you may go through a couple of iterations to to find the right person, but it'll always be blessed. And the learnings you get from the ones that didn't work, uh, uh, it'll be a blessing for you and them. So it'll be a blessing for both. Um, yeah, so I, I think um, that's really all I've got to say about that. I don't think there's any more, unless you, Dave, mm. you have anything? Uh, no, not really. What about like 
practically how do you go about setting that boundary like in a <clears throat> like in an actual relationship like what do you say how early on do you say it like because i think you can sometimes you yeah. know come off for like a bit too uh, like you don't you don't want to kind of um come across i guess um too closed off or you know um, anything like that but how do you yeah practically tell the other person again it's all communication mm. right so if you don't sit and talk you won't know what the outcome or, or what, what the objective of the other person is. You can mm. catch mm. someone out pretty quickly by talking to them about what mm. they mm. want. If so, you can't communicate those things to that person, they shouldn't be your partner. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, so if you, if you, if, let's, let's talk about like you know what we were talking about before, if someone trying to, to get more physicality in the relationship. Mm. you know, If they keep talking about that, you need to address it. You need to say, mm. look, I'm not mm. comfortable. Mm. It doesn't make me feel safe. Or um, you know, that's not the way that I... I think, and if they mm. say, "Well, it's a it's a deal breaker," it's like, "Okay, well, the the, the we're deal breaker, the deal, yeah, it's a deal breaker." breaker. There's gone. the door. That's <laughs> it. So, so you know, the other thing too, uh, I think the problem here lies around self esteem and self respect. Um, you know, some people think, "Oh, but if I don't do it, you know, the guy will never talk to me again, or the girl will never talk to me, and mm. then they'll they'll talk shade about me to everyone else, and I'll like, you know, mm. I just used your terminology. That was nice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You used it. Well, it was yeah. smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Unique. Right. Unique. Yeah, I, I tried. I tried. I tried to be cool. You know, the parent in the group. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but you see, you see what I'm saying? Like, I think that 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 in the end, you hold your dignity to Christ not mm. to people mm. like mm. It's, it's it's always mm. to him and 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 it doesn't matter what they say about you the truth will always come out mm. it doesn't matter um, you know where they want to go if that's not where you want to go that's not and really we, we should have a standard the yeah. standard mm. is yeah. that's what we're talking about the physicality part just try and work out where each yeah. other sits so that yeah. you, you move to that next phase yeah. in a safe uh, and uh, you know a good way yeah Yeah, and overall I mean like if the person doesn't respect how you feel about something and your stance on something and you know continually tries to force themselves you know or force you to do more or whatever like that probably tells you enough about that relationship Mm. anyway so especially if it's a good thing as well like Mm. sure things can be debated but you know this is one of those things that shouldn't be compromised like, no, you, know, no. you should have your, your deal breakers and you should have 100%. your and that's the boundaries I mean yeah. we call them deal breakers but they're just boundaries they're just and, boundaries yeah mm. you know. and if and, and really if my boundary and your boundary are way off yeah. then we, we really What's shouldn't even be sitting yeah. in the same yeah. room really it's not mm. you know. yeah definitely so so along our little journey here that we've been going on <laughs> let's say everything is uh, <laughs> fine and dandy and the you know the couple results in being married right mm-hmm does that change things? Is that like a complete shift in dynamic or like what's kind of, I mean, if you could pave the difference between, okay, you've got the green light now, you know, how does that change things? Uh, I guess in a very generic sense before we get stuck into the nitty gritty side of things. Mm. Uh, Again, you've entered into a sanctified relationship that has not just you and your partner, but also has God because really the, the sanctification comes from the Holy Spirit and it, he's the one that joins you as one. Mm. Before <clears throat> the two become one, he is the one that unites you in that triune love, yep. right? Mm. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, but also God, man and woman, right? And that's triune. So mm. then the consummation of the marriage is the, the sex inside the marriage. Um, and that in itself is that, that veil that drops. 
So, you know, there's the physical, the psychological. We spoke about it in the last episode. Yeah. The physical, mm-hmm. the psychological, the emotional, and mm-hmm. the spiritual. So all of those mm-hmm. have to... But they're the things that need to join together. And then when they're linked, they're, they're cemented together with God. Yeah. And then that's what changes because mm-hmm. now you've moved to a level where <clears throat> you, you, you know everything about each other. You mm-hmm. know, outside of that marriage relationship when you were just courting, it was just about... You know, you know what colour do you like? You kids go to school. How many, how many, you know, what, what, what car do you drive? Is the earth know. flat or round? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just don't want to get into that soppy crap. It's just, it's just mm, yeah. Why yeah, the no, heck am a... I here? <laughs> we're sorry. Well, we're sorry no, and no. grateful. No, no, I'm, I'm grateful. But I would we'll really see. love to be a fly on the wall of that dating. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, what do you hear? Yeah, right. We'll see. We're going <laughs> to do this or not? We're going yeah, to get the ring or not? Here's the boundary. On, off. <laughs> sign here. Like? Look here. Sign here. Initial that's there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I mean, one of the, the interesting things is on the actual wedding day, like part of one of the passages that we read on mm. the wedding day is the one that pertains to, you know, the, the wife doesn't have authority over her own body and, the, you know, mm. the husband doesn't have authority over his and basically rendering the affection due to the other person so it seems to be this concept of of more giving mm. than it is you know i'm receiving something i'm receiving satisfaction yeah. i'm receiving whatever yeah. um do you think that that therefore changes our understanding of the design of sex and intimacy look <clears throat> i think it does because in the end um you know people think um you know s- uh, sex is about you know me receiving me, me getting to a point of ecstasy and then completing and then I'm done right but that's it's not about that it's about mm. joining the two people together and experiencing something together mm. that is uniting each other um, it really the idea of us um, <clears throat> and I mean I'm, I'm going to say the word even orgasming or whatever mm-hmm. that is a very um, a very secular mm. type of thing yeah. because yeah. the unity between a man and a woman, um, like, like I'm not saying don't. If you're married, don't. Because I'm saying it's mm. it's fine. Yeah. But but it's not. That's not the be all and end all. Yeah. Right. It's not about. Yeah. It's not the objective. It's not to the begin objective with. to begin yeah. with. Uh, it, you know, if that happens, that's great. It's part of the part of how the the, the parts work and fantastic. Mm. Um, but in, in the end, I, I believe that the unity between the two is 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 the sexual relationship. It, it, it's it's that that bonding of man and woman together mm. <clears throat> that makes you feel that you're, you know, skin to skin, um, yeah. you're close together and you're in, in that single unit with mm. God, right? Yeah. Um, and, and you're not just bare physically, but you're bearing your soul. Exactly. And that's, yeah. and that's yeah. why that veil drops, right? The yeah. veil drops of everything and it clicks mm. it clicks in together. Yeah. Mm. Now, I think, um, and, and really it is something that you only understand when you're in a marriage, right? Because, you know, mm. there are things that... I share with my wife that I don't share with anybody else. You know, mm, correct, there, yeah. there are there are things that my wife knows about me that no one else knows about me. You know, like I could tell things. Like my, maybe my best friends might know a bit of it, but she knows every intimate. Mm. She knows that when my eyes look in a particular direction, that I'm not feeling well or I'm not whatever. So, mm. so there's things mm. that that she gets out of me that are just unspoken. Yeah, right. And that's the same relationship we have with God, right? Mm. 
that God knows how I feel and I don't have to say it. Like he, he, he understands because of my groaning and my, mm. my wanting to be <clears> or my, my pain or my struggle. He knows my struggle. Mm. But the only way that he can be involved in that struggle is for me to ask for him to be involved in that struggle. And it's the mm. same with marriage. I need to mm. communicate with my wife. The other big misconception about marriage and, and partnership is that, you know, people have these um, pre conceived ideas about marriage oh my wedding day is going to be like this uh my my wedding is going to be my house is going to be like this my stuff is going to be like this and the man is going to like every morning i'm going to wake up and i'm going to lay out his clothes and my clothes and they're going to match mm. every day and like Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> you've got the pancakes and the orange juice oh, and the scramble and anyway, fresh yeah, coffee morning, and, and, it, and it comes from both sides good like, morning babe <laughs> <Yeah>. love you <laughs> ah yeah, how yeah, did yeah. you sleep that's right <laughs> Those things, <laughs> like, and and the reality is so far from the truth. You, know, you walk into the well, kitchen and there's plates piled up to yeah. the thing, and if you don't yeah. wash them, they don't get washed, right? Like like you know, that, that, that's not happening in my house. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, right? So, Steph, I hope you're listening to this part. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that wasn't a shout out. That was a, that was a reality check. And, and, and here's the the other, here's that, that was a voice, reality check. The voice snap you have to take. <laughs> Anyway, so so I guess that those preconceived ideas in marriage they need to, to go mm. away. What what someone said, a wise man once said, is that see, marriage is an empty box. It's not about <clears throat> when you go to the marriage, the box is full of things that you expect to be there. No, mm. the box is going to be filled with what you bring. Mm. So if you're going to bring misery and pain and put it in that box, then you're just going to have misery and pain, right? Yeah. But yeah. if you bring good things to the marriage and you really want it to work and put it in that box, yeah. even mm. if the other partner doesn't, you're doing the right thing. Mm. You're trying hard and you could be an example of that partner to do it. I'm not saying... You know, and really, the first year of marriage is hard because of that, because yeah. of what people bring to the marriage. I was, I was going to say, like that, you're implying essentially that at the start, things are at their worst, essentially, yeah. because the box not, is not not yeah. empty, but yeah, it's it's not um, like if we're talking about, for example, like sex as a as a you know a coming together or an expression of someone's love, and it's not just a physical act, and it's something that doesn't start at its best. Yep. It's something that you you work towards, I'm assuming. Yes. I don't know. The way, the way I've thought about it is that long before any clothes are coming off, the intimacy is starting and building throughout the whole journey of your relationship and the emotional side of mm. things. And um, even as you're saying about Adriana, like kind of like the lover's eyes that you can, you recognize those things with, yep. with your special person. You know yep. when they're going through X, Y, Z and you know, like that, that that is, that is intimacy as well. It's not just what happens. And yeah. yeah, but 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 what what I think um, <coughs> Mark is saying is he was saying that you know, Abuni Orb said this once. He said that blessed are the couple that meet on their first night and don't know what to do. Yeah, blessed mm. are the couple that mm. don't know what to do because their journey will be blessed every day of their life. Because when we come with preconceived ideas or mm. or even in, in the bedroom or even in the kitchen or even in the, you know, who does the washing or whatever, th these preconceived ideas are, are all out of selfishness. Mm. I, come, I come out, I come with an idea that... With an agenda. With an agenda. Like, mm. I, you know, mm. I saw on this movie that this is mm. how they kissed or this porn thing that this is how they did it, whatever. Mm. Uh, it, really, those preconceived ideas, unfortunately... Uh, come from a, 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 a unreal place. It's not no. real. No. Um, and and to, to reiterate that, <clears throat> I remember serving a class of Sunday school, and um, they were a very young class. I think year eight or something. 
And we were talking about porn. One of the things we were talking about was porn. And we were speaking about porn for at least 20 minutes. And one mm. of the kids came out and said, um, uh, excuse me, Sunday school teacher? I said, yep, what's up? He goes, um, so when I get married, uh, can I do what I saw in that pornography <coughs> thing to my wife? And yeah. I was like, it's not real. Yeah. Mm. Like, I had the exact same like, experience the first Sunday school class that yeah. I had from year nine up until year 12. Yeah. And we had that lesson. Yeah. They were probably like year 10. And then one of the kids was like, just, he just like, listen, like, I need to know now. Yeah. If I do all this and I get married, can we have oral sex? Yeah. And like, mm. and everyone laughed. Yeah. But, but he was probably being very you, serious. But yeah, so. when you think about yeah. it, like, it look, look at, like, look at that as a situation. Look how much. Their, their minds are being informed by all this other stuff. And what, what are they bringing it's into It's not it? your 10, not your 8. It's well, now it's, now it's a lot so, younger, yeah. So the point is is that we're, we're, we're being pumped with this information to have these <coughs> preconceived ideas. And then when we go into the relationship, <coughs> we go, well, <coughs> okay, you need to be standing over there and I need to win this chandelier <laughs> and swing it across the room. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Right? I mean, even, even <laughs> like without movies and... and, and put on <laughs> from the chandelier... <laughs> Dave's loving it. <laughs> Dave's loving it. I'm just curious about the logistics of it. Like, can it be pulled off? This is some Cirque du Soleil. Okay, are we going to put an AO rating? Land in the somersault. <laughs> Good morning, my love. All right, so I'm, I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to stop talking. Come back down to earth. So is the point out there? Like you're bringing those preconceived ideas of any if at any thing is not right, right? So, so again, blessed is the. Is the couple who don't know what to do on the first night, mm. like you have no clue. I like mm. how you mention the kitchen, like just because it's it is. We focus so much on the bedroom, mm. and it's no, no. If you get with a Lebanese girl, like you're oh, no, 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 bro, in the bro, kitchen, bro. it's you, great. Don't it's get yourself great. in trouble. I highly recommend. <laughs> don't get yourself in trouble. You just no, say, no, I think you just I don't impose without saying Steph. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah. trying to avoid the sound now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I get roasted. Never has Ray. Highly recommend. Indirection. It's not my rule. It's not no men in the kitchen. It's not my rule. But we are like, we're, I think we're fixated on the bedroom, <laughs> yeah. thinking that that's the be all and end all. But the reality of marriage and two people behind closed doors, and mm. this is your life together. The, the, the thing is, too, we have this um, <clears throat> idea that the only way to show love is physical sex, right? Yeah. Mm. Showing love is many is is, is is in the act of giving. And yes, yes mm. in the bedroom we give. And, and really it's not about me getting my rocks off and you not getting whatever. It's about me giving to you and you giving to me. Yeah. And so yeah. we're bringing something together. It's also in the whole relationship. I give by by doing things like you know changing nappies or or you know cleaning up or start packing up doing whatever and and you know I'm not doing it because it's your job and I'm doing it I'm doing it because it's it needs to be done and I just need to get it done right mm. and then and then you know there's an appreciation between yeah. you two that there's there's something that needs to get done. Oh, you, you bread and milk. Okay, no, it's okay. I'll get that now. I'll get it on the way back. Whatever. Oh, you you really need to go out. You haven't been out for a while. Get in the car. Go to the shops. Get your eyebrows done because you look disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm joking, Adriana. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. So many like, people feel very validated this is, this after this. This is like to that. the benefits of marriage. Is that Ray can never say this. <laughs> this is great. I'm loving this. <laughs> yeah. Dad, you realize if I said that, like, yeah. uh, uh, I don't know. Steph would be yelling, "Go wax your back right, <laughs> right now." Adriana's just rolling her eyes. Going, oh my god! Why did they? We love you, me? Adriana. Thank you yeah, for letting yeah. us have your husband on the show. <laughs> oh jeez. She's like good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so my my, my, guess my point is, is that you know when you see something that needs to be addressed. 
address it because yeah. that's giving in, in the relationship. But yeah. if you sit in the relationship going, well, I have my rights and I should be doing it every day and mm. you need to do the dishes and you need to... I'm whatever, the man. I'm the man and, I, you know, it says submit in the in the, uh, in the Bible. <laughs> do you like, know what submit means? <laughs> submit, baby. Like, uh, you know, what? what? What's wrong with that? Knee, that was a knee slapper moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not the way. That's not the way it works. What right. man? Anyway. Oh, that's completely went over his head. Wait, what? I'm, what? Just, I'm I'm choosing ignorance. <laughs> yes, ignorance is bliss. Well, I mean, on that on that subject, like, there's kind of two pressing questions here, but one of them, I think, going back to what David was saying before, um. What about what's there to be said about purity in marriage? Mm. You know, because that's a whole different. Yeah, probably so, opened a can of worms on yourself. No, 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 no. I, I remember having a conversation about someone in the car with this about this because we were driving to work together, and um, he was newly he was about to get married, and um, you know he asked a similar question to the year eight kid about mm. you know desiring his wife and having a desire for her or whatever. And I said that, you know, desire is something that is that can be corrupted by the devil, right? Mm. Because a desire is a will to do something that the other person may or may not want. And then if that desire builds up enough in me that I could enforce that desire on someone else to make it my own, right? But if I lust after my wife, mm. that's a desire <coughs> uh, that's driven from... Um, something that I have to fulfill in me. It's a selfish. It's a selfish. selfish yeah. So that's mm. the problem. So if I'm looking at her and going, oh, nice, and she <laughs> looks great, filling the dishwasher, whatever, right? Uh, uh, you know, bending mm. over filling the dishwasher and go, oh, well, yeah. My point is, is that, that really, where is that? What center is that coming yeah, from? Yeah. Is that coming from the love center or the lust center? Yeah. Yeah, now, yeah. now, is there anything wrong with lusting after my wife? He asked the question, well, what, what can I lust after? I said, well, what is the intent then? Mm. Is the intent to satisfy you? Oh, no, but she'll be satisfied in the action as well. Well, how do you know? Mm. Is she in the mood? There's no giving in that. That's not yeah. me saying, uh, love, how about it? And she going, well, not now. It's like, well, too bad. You submit, lady. Like, it's not how it works, right? Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a bad that's a bad situation. So, so but but, my, but you understand the point. Yeah. Right? The point yeah. is, is that lust in a relationship and lust outside of a relationship mm. is the same. It's yeah. lust. Yeah. You can't yeah. relabel it just because you're married, right? Yeah. yeah. So the idea is, is to make sure that you're honest with yourself. Mm. Yeah. And these are the things that in marriage you can take to your father confession mm. and say, look, I lusted after my wife. I don't feel there's anything wrong with lusting after her because I have to desire her, mm. but I th I'm worried about what the intent was, yeah. not yeah. not necessarily the fact that I wanted to have a physical relationship with her. Yeah. So the intent may have been yeah. impure, but the but the result ended up being okay or whatever. Mm. But but again, I need to address what that comes from. Yeah. Is, yeah. It, is, is it an insecurity in me? Is mm. it me enforcing my my you know, my prowess on her. Like, yeah. what is it? Yeah. Like, and really, we talk about equality in marriage, right? Yeah. And, and really, that is equality, is that everyone has yeah. a say in the relationship. Yeah. Um, we are in a, a, a unit, a married unit, in a body of Christ, mm. with Christ involved. So mm. really, that respect it has to flow both ways. Yeah. It can't mm. be one way. And it's... Yeah. yeah, go, 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 Dave. No, like, just what I was saying before about how we tend to fixate on the bedroom, like, 
it, it, what you're describing is that there are really levels to love, and there's and there. The, if we talk about like what does purity in marriage look like, it looks like that. It looks like um, a complete conscientiousness, and mm. you, what, what the, the driving factor is not your desires. And okay, well, this is the context in which I'm allowed to do all this, so I'm this is what I paid for type of thing. Like <laughs> yeah. it's it's you are constantly seeking the 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 happiness and the the fulfillment of your of your partner over your over yourself you you lay down your life so for your one wife. one way is for you it's selfish yeah. and one way is for her so yeah. really the way that you look at it yeah. is the way that you, you the, the 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 right way to look at it is is again fulfilling yeah. your partner not about fulfilling myself right mm-hmm. so and that's that's why that giving in in giving I yeah. receive not not and I like I guess that's why you say like crucifix uh, marriage is is a, is a crucifixion <laughs> no crucifixion is marriage Lord have mercy holy <laughs> no, but, but why yes. why marriage requires like my yeah. because I didn't say that Adriana he said it's crucifixion <laughs> No, no, but because... He's from Adelaide. <laughs> oh, we're going there. So it's fine. <laughs> but, uh, like, if if before a marriage you technically don't have, you know, the permission or you don't, you know, it's not the freedom, well, you know, crucifying your desires is, is, is pretty easy because mm. there's also a rule and, you know, it's 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 a sin or whatever. Mm. But in marriage, now that you have the freedom, mm. it actually requires more crucifixion yes, and more right. self-denial because... It's there. Like there's a there's a great book called um, Layman in the Desert uh, that takes like monastic wisdom and applies it to everyday kind of situations. And one of them is mm. chastity in marriage because mm. obviously chastity is a is a big thing for monks and mm. um, and purity. But it doesn't mean that chastity isn't required in marriage. And it's not the chastity of you know everyone has to remain a virgin, but yeah. it's that you remain a virgin in your mind and and that chastity is the is the pursuit of. Uh, of, of both people pursuing virtue and yeah. that that soul commitment to to them and to the, and to God as well. So, mm. um, but out of that sprouts true intimacy yeah. and true love. And because, the same with God as well. Like yeah. out of us pursuing yeah. true love and true virtue with God, like that's yeah. where the point. Well, pursuing that, God gives us that that mm. true love and that true yeah. virtue. So that that pursuit of the person. Is it's not a lust for myself. It's no, not it's like a love satis- for the other yeah. person. It's 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 always the satisfaction yeah. of the other, above my own. Mm. And and really, what you're talking about in purity in marriage and that whole chastity in marriage thing, it is fighting the the worldly way that we think sexuality. We can do everything. Yeah. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. Like it's an open slather, right? Yeah. Um, closing our minds to that and saying that this is a sanctified act mm. inside the marriage is taking it back to the beginning, mm. taking it back to what God intended mm. it to be. And that's why I believe his intentions were good mm. always because he said, and it was good. Mm. He said that. Mm. He didn't say, and it was good except for sex. No, mm. he said, and it was good, the whole thing. Mm. So so his intention was about the giving nature, not about the taking. Yeah. The devil's intention is about the taking, mm. about like what it's in it for you. Yeah. And and really these are the small tricks that the devil does mm. to you to say, but it's your right. It's like, yeah, but you know, she doesn't want it. It's like too bad. She has to. And mm. you know, sometimes you will just get into a mode where you think, well, no, but, you know, it's my way is, my way is the hard way. And it, it will happen from both people, for anything. Like, yeah. no, no, but that's that's the way I want it to be. You yeah. know, the kid's not going to that school, it's going to that school, whatever. So, you know, <clears throat> there's no, again, communication in the relationship yeah. to talk about, well, why are you saying that? Why am I saying that? And that actually leads to lots of divorces and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Because no one's just willing to, to give in. To give in, exactly. Mm. Or, or to be to give, yeah. Mm. 
what what's sort of your take on i mean we've touched on and this is probably going to be the last question but a lot of the things that we've touched on were around that intimate you know connection that you have with with your husband or wife on so many different levels mm. and reaching that height of intimacy with them mm. do you think that it's possible for someone you know, to have had a, a a partner in that sense prior to marriage, you know, for whatever the context may ha- have happened to be, to still feel that connection within the context of marriage? Or is it just, you know, you only ever get it with one person and if you taint it, like, you'll never reach that explicit height that we discussed? Mm. Um, it's, a, it's a good question. Um, <clears throat> it really depends on how you treat it. Right. Mm. So, if you've had a relationship before and a, a sexual relationship, mm. and um, then you, uh, or in marriage or outside of marriage, and then you mm. get married to the one you think yep. is the one, and then um, you start again, there are going to be some inhibitions and some baggage mm. that you're going to carry. Yeah, you're going to yeah. carry baggage, and they're going to have baggage about it. Mm. Right. Yeah. Um, so. It needs to be discussed very, very clearly and very thoroughly mm. to the point where even some counselling might have to, Christian counselling might need to be um, put into place simply because if one party or the other cannot uh, live with it, then mm. they need to break up. I'll give you an example. Um, I, had a, I had a mate, an Indian mate, who I worked with. Um, his wife was caught committing adultery he has two kids and everything mm. there was he really really tried very very hard he took a him and i spoke for days and days weeks and weeks months and months yeah and i said to him you need to try every single thing you can to make it work mm. but if you cannot trust her and that every time she walks out the door mm. you think that mm. it's going to happen. That's going to destroy you and destroy her. Yeah. Right? And I didn't say to him, you need to divorce her. I said, you need to address that. You need mm. to work out what that problem is in you, the insecurity or whatever, and what that problem is in her. Like, you need to know what that issue is. And if you can't address that, then you need to work out what to do. And I didn't say you need to leave her or whatever. That same thing can happen inside a relationship where one hasn't mm. had any intimacy and one has. Mm. The person who hasn't had the intimacy can say to the one who has had the intimacy, well, what were they like? And what did they mm. do? And am I meeting up to that expectation? Yeah. Or you're going out. Are you going out to meet her or him? What are yeah. you doing? Like, mm. you can really possess them so much to the point yeah. where it actually destroys them and the relationship and you and everybody. Yeah. And you, it's not a good place to be. Mm, Does that mean course. it can? it will never be resolved? No, no, you can. There are relationships that... Um, the person intimately trusts them because that person shines, the person who's had the intimate relationship before, shines Christ because mm. they truly were repentant, truly were submissive to God and wanted to wipe away their sin and, uh, you know, very prayerful, uh, you know, um, you know, attended a lot of liturgies, spent a lot of time at church, uh, n- not just for show but for penance to to feel repentant you know to feel like i owe a debt to god because he died for this sin right Mm. that type of a person anyone will trust yeah no one will question that person Mm. so there are ways of of addressing that type of a problem Mm. but if you go into a relationship saying yep yep i've had conquests (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. so, so what? That's not going to work, right? Because yeah. like I think also the tendency, and I'm generalizing, but on, on behalf of like females, they tend to be the ones to like, you know, a stereotypical situation that you might find is the guy sort of had his fun. The girl's like, oh, I'm going to pray about it. And, you know, God's going to help us out and, and whatever. And the guy's sort of, okay, dragging his feet onto, a, you know, into church on a Sunday morning. And that's mm-hmm. about the extent of whatever, like, what if it's, you know, you're like, do you suggest that someone who knows like that they're getting into this situation, do you think that they should try to carry the burden or would you say run for the hills if no. this person is clearly not repentant and or yeah, semi? Address it. Like address it means, you know, as I said, counselling. Sometimes counselling mm. is, is really important. Even if you're the party that hasn't, I guess... Suggest it because you know what mm. you you like characters of the of the person you like them mm. and, and clearly you, yeah you know you, you, there's reasons why you've fallen in love with them mm. um, if you can address this one issue and the counselor can help you and them yeah and yeah. the priest and whoever can help you and them then you know it's salvageable mm. but if the guy just goes look it is what it is that's the way that it is you know or <laughs> you know as in my, as many will do yeah. in my last relationship I could do this why can't I do that here like mm. then then you know they're not coming from a, a center right like it's 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 not really anything about giving it's just about you know mm. so anyway i don't have to repeat myself sorry because <laughs> i just keep blabbing on <laughs> no no it's, it's gold i think <laughs> i think is is there any words of wisdom or any advice that you would give to couples on the topic of sex whether they're you know dating engaged or even married mm. uh it, Look, utmost respect to the to to the Lord, uh, and to the purpose that He built it for, which is unity and procreation. Um, but around unity, I believe that it's it's exactly what Saint Paul said and Mark mentioned, where it is like Christ and the Church, and that mm. that that unity and that um, that uh, connection is so tight and so um, blessed that you mm. would die for it. Mm. So you would die for the other partner. And that's what Christ did. He died for the church. He loved yeah, the church exactly so right. much as yeah. a bride that he died for it. So really, if if you come into the relationship with that sort of attitude that you would die for the other partner, nothing, nothing's, there's no limit to the mm. love that you can share in the bedroom or outside the bedroom. And that love yeah. will be sanctified by God. Mm. I think also, I mean, not coming from a place of experience, but everything that I've ever heard and been told is that once your relationship is on point, the actual intimacy and the physicality and satisfaction of sex is is heightened because, mm. you know, and it doesn't work in the the opposite way around where it's like, oh, you know, the sex is great, so therefore the relationship should be, yeah. yeah. And there's going to be times in the relationship, and, you know, just, just finishing off, you know, there's times when they should be, you're not on point with each other, like mm. I'm annoyed at you or whatever. But, but, <clears throat> you know, again, a good relationship always comes back together to heal and bond, mm. and then <clears throat> from that comes everything else, which is yeah, you know the the physical and everything yeah. else from that. Hamburgers on the beach. Oh, right. <laughs> you do you, boo. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> hamburgers. That's gonna be Mike on the Sunday I'm after church. Do, not doing hamburgers. <laughs> doing like a family feast. <laughs> well, Tad, thank you. Thank you. Thank you and thank sorry. You. Yeah, thank you and very mostly, sorry. Yeah, mostly yeah. sorry, but well, thank you. Just do me one favour, delete it. <laughs> Done. And never invite me back. <laughs> Can't promise that. Oh, jeez.
No, on a serious note, we're very, very blessed and very fortunate to have had you with us for two episodes. So thank you. We're indebted to you. Um, for anyone that's still listening to this, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in with us. You can obviously find us on Facebook or Instagram by searching The Righteous Man. And you can listen to more episodes on Apple Music, on Spotify, and of course, shout out to Upper Room Media. We'll catch you in the next part of this series. Peace. Dad, you are oh, the man.